Welcome to the third episode of Banging on the Drum. If you could do me a favor and follow us on Twitter at banging underscore drum. If you want to email us, email us at bangingonthedrum at gmail.com. Our website and Twitter graphics are coming soon. If a graphic is good, you can thank my beautiful, amazing fiance, Gabby. If a graphic looks like it was put together on PowerPoint, it probably was. And that's from me. And if someone is arguing with you on Twitter, that would be Mike. Welcome to the Banging on the Drum podcast with Mike and Pat. Welcome to episode three. How you doing? Doing well. What's happening, Pat? Not much. You have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I did. So all the emails I've been getting are asking if you tried the whacking off in the tree stand thing and if it worked. Definitely did not. <laughs> Definitely didn't get a it deer. Work. It didn't work. I tried it. Didn't. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, didn't try it. So it didn't work either. So there's that. That sucks. I thought that was going to be foolproof. We were gonna. We were gonna be on to something here. Um, I have to get some more anecdotal evidence on that before I start doing it myself. Maybe if I come back, I'll try it when next time I'm hunting. Okay. Um. I did take a massive deuce in the woods, though. That didn't work either. Did you bring toilet paper with, Elias? Yeah, I did, which is more than I've ever done in the past when I've had to take a shit in the woods. Oh, dude. My time we were up, when we were out at, like, the place that your dad hunts, right? Whatever land that was. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I took you out there. Yeah, I took a – that was like a doozy. Like, a, I can't <laughs> get off the fucking log, you know, like that, like – just fucking have common. This is and, not. And then you just had to use leaves, or did you take the socks off and get the job done? So <laughs> I usually, if like I don't have TP, it's the underwear. Pull the underwear off, fucking, and then I'm done there. But I don't know. I don't remember. I probably leaves, and then you got fucking leaves in your ass crack all day. It's not pleasant. Uh, all right, we'll quit talking about pooping. So what what did you end up doing for Thanksgiving? My mom just does it right at their house now. So like my grandma, she she wasn't around this year. She she ended up in the hospital about like four or five days before Thanksgiving. And so we've moved it to my parents' house though, because it's like it's too busy for my fucking grandma. So like Yeah, that sounds sounds yeah, like so not we- not good news. It, so it, it wasn't, she's doing well though. Like, so she's got some like therapy she's got to do, but she'll be back home here in a month or so. Nice. Nice. More than likely it wouldn't take a month if she wasn't like 90. Right. But Yeah. Yeah. I guess once you get old, just spend it, get, it gets, get, t- it gets tougher to like recover quickly, you know? So. Yeah. All right. Well, getting off the, that news you're like you ruined my whole day just because we're talking about thanksgiving but yeah i know i didn't want to what did depress you people you're not at home. i did absolutely nothing and it was awesome yeah so does uh does gabby uh celebrate thanksgiving is that she does you? so her dad is from indiana and okay. her mom's from brazil she just grew up in brazil okay but yeah so they they celebrated it growing up but yeah we just didn't have we don't have any family in the area. 
So right. it was so nice just sitting around, not having to go anywhere for it. I did. I do miss my family when it comes to something like that. But it yeah, was. There's uh, the only people that fucking listen to this thing. You better not like. Be like <laughs> it's so great not having them all. Yeah, but but yeah, it, it was pretty nice. And then we got the Twitter going. We got you getting people fired up on on Twitter. And, and I'm like a, an anon on Twitter right now with that banging the drum thing. Like that, like is way better because then I can just say the craziest shit. See, I don't think I don't think that's the point of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's how you've been using it. No, so that is not how I've been using it. Like, so these are things that I actually think, whether I would believe them in like an hour after thinking about them, like maybe not. But in the moment, I actually like these things cross my brain. And I'm like, well, this is the thing I believe right in this moment. All right. So we're going to have you clear up the the Twitter fight you got in with Everett. I think that was his, his Twitter name was Everett or something. I, I agreed with him more than I agreed with you. But so, yeah, like you guys just value your draft picks too much. Mm-hmm. So, so, so the take, do you want? to explain what your take is. So my take is, is that Jordan love is more valuable than any quarterback coming out of college. And so he is worth the first overall pick. If you, I don't know who's going to get the first overall pick, maybe the Jaguars. Nope. Lions. So if the lions came, if they believe in Jordan, Love, right? So maybe you didn't believe he was ever a first round talent, right? Yeah. And if that's the case, if you believe he was a third round talent coming out of college, then he is not valuable to you. But if you believed he was a first round, early second round talent coming out of college, he is a guy that you should trade everything for. Not everything. So you should be able to trade your first round pick to get him. Now, if I'm the Packers, any pick in the top 10, I would take. Right. So I don't yeah. think that super valuable long-term in terms of the Packers. I think that he could end up sitting on the bench in Green Bay for his entire first contract. Yeah. The other team that's out there, like if you're gambling on somebody coming out of college, he is more valuable than any quarterback coming out of college. He's seen NFL caliber players from day one, even if that's practice squad, what would you say? Probably – 90% 90% of guys don't even make practice squad coming out of college, if not more. Oh, and way more, way more than 90% of guys. Like, what are you talking about? Like 90% of drafted 99% guys? 99% of guys that play division one college football don't even make a practice squad. Right. Oh yeah. 90, I, I, whatever the number is. High nineties. I would say he's looking at really high end elite players that he's practicing against. Sometimes that's going to be the, the one D like your, your A defense, sometimes that's going to be your B defense, right? Your first team defense, your second team defense. But he's doing that every day in practice. He's like playing against those guys every day in practice. And then he's watching what I would consider to be one of the most technical quarterbacks ever, right? So like a guy who breaks down the defense really effectively and yeah, one of the smartest quarterbacks ever. Yeah. And understands how to move within the pocket. Like, you can see that he watched that Aaron Rodgers watched Brett Favre for a couple. Oh of yeah, years, there, there's there's a lot of his game, right? There, there was, was definitely Favre in 
Rodgers game. Right. And so I think that Jordan Love is doing the same thing and that he is less risky than taking, I don't know, Mississippi State's quarterback or Ole Miss's quarterback or, you know, some guy that's coming out of Miami. I don't know who the number one quarterback in college, even this Stroud from Ohio State. Like, you would much rather take Jordan Love than Stroud. Like, you think Stroud's good, but he's playing against guys that can't even sniff an NFL roster. What What's Alabama's quarterback again? I had this written down. Ugalili? Is, is it that guy? No, no, no. Who's it, that it's, guy? It's a pretty normal name. Um, okay. Let me do this. I'm going to go to I my I thought note. he was at – I thought he was at Alabama. Alabama. He's supposed to be the guy. So – that that's the guy. So I watched him play a couple times and I was like, okay, I, I think, I think this guy might be good. I wrote it down. Bryce young. That's that's Alabama's quarterback. I was going to say it was, it was definitely not, not the ukulele that was playing in Alabama, but, but he, he dropped some dimes when I watched, I haven't got to keep up with college football as much as I, would like to basically I've just been watching the Badger games, maybe a big big yeah. 10 game. Um, we're gonna go over the Badger game, and I think we touched so on before before we finish my take here. Um I'd also like to say that Yash Neiman is worth a top 10 pick as well. So that that's he's the thing in, though. He's protecting Aaron Rodgers left side. Is he not as good as uh that Sewell that came out and went to the Lions? Dude, I don't know. Like that that's one thing I'll be very clear about. Right? I, so, I don't know too much he about comes in, he comes in and he is protecting Aaron Rodgers in what David Bakhtiari's spot is, and he's doing fine. Whether he's like elite or not, I don't know. But he is a starting caliber left tackle in the NFL. And you can't guarantee anybody is that coming out of college. Is I don't know. I I feel like tackles tackles have been pretty safe now, if, you, if you, you pick a tackle miss a lot less on tackles right you miss so, a lot less so this is what i'm going to say so there's validity to what you're saying with the love thing but it's just never going to happen and it's impossible to prove and and you're it, not like, wrong about that when people My attitude towards draft picks is for like at least half of them in the first round they're worthless like they they don't even turn out to be good, let alone great. Yeah, I just think when people are arguing with you about that, they're not saying, "Oh, like, yeah, maybe you could trade this guy and like he could be more valuable than the one one pick." I think they just know like it's not going to happen. Like that's that's more so what they're telling you. They're saying <laughs> saying this pick's not going to happen. But Mike will argue with you until he's blue in the face on Twitter, just throws on some Kid Rock, maybe a little Hollywood Undead, and Mike will just slam away at the keyboard until until no. two in the morning arguing with you. No, 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 no Kid Rock, no Hollywood Undead. These days it's Yellow Wolf. <laughs> yeah. I'm liking some Yellow Wolf these days. Mike's got Ba with the bang. Ba My name. <laughs> My name is Mike Thorny, and I'm going to defend this take until I can't anymore. All right. So that's 
that's what I have there. And then what we are going to do. So, so since we set up the Twitter, I've sent one tweet. Mike sent about 60, which I appreciate. But so this, so this, this is the, this is the uh, deal. So if you are a listener out there, you have to guess what one of the tweets is mine. And it is November 30th today. If you guess what tweet is mine, we're going to buy you a free sun drop at the price that it comes uh, from <laughs> Fast Eddie's in Sparta. And then, then you, 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 could get, you could get two sun drops even if you were the first person other than Mike and I to follow us on Twitter. So there are just two sun drops on the line this week. And oh, that's big. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can be quenching your thirst pretty good. Um, I, but, I might create a new account just to fucking get the sun drops. So you gotta, you gotta send your, you gotta DM banging on the, well, you gotta tweet to guess it and then just DM us your Venmo and we're going to send you a, what it costs to buy a sun drop at fast Eddie's, which still blows me away that it's still a dollar. Like what? Is it I doesn't like a dollar seven, nothing. Is it no, 99 no. cents? Is a dollar like no? It's it's not even ninety nine cents. It's so convenient. You got a buck, walk in there, slap it on the table, walk out with your sun drop. So are they ninety five cents? So that like comes out with the taxes and everything. Yep, good? yep. They're ninety five cents. Studies, see, we should get past <laughs> fucking fucking. But everybody's like fast Eddie's. What the fuck are these people talking about? I will tell you. So being up north, you guys are spoiled I, I was part of you guys spoiled with your uh gas station experiences like you have quick trips which are pretty nice yeah. like my gas station experiences like since i've been in florida like every time i walk in there it like seems like there might be a chance that you're gonna have to like break up a fight or run out of the store <laughs> like just miserable we don't have anything like that i guess on the east part of the state they have like wawa's I don't know if you heard of that shit. Those are pretty nice. But I'm like like in Wisconsin or in uh Florida. In Florida. Like so yeah. I think like in Pennsylvania or something, there's Wawa and then there's something else, and like everybody argues which one's better. Um, but anyways, Wisconsin and yeah, it's just fucking quick trip. That's all at least where we're at, right? So quick trip started in the lacrosse area, and so that's why they're all over the fucking place. Yeah, but they're so nice. Like, yeah. so, so nice. Like, come down here and go to the gas station. Like, it's a different world. Even Gabby's already on them. She's like, oh, man, we need to we need to get something like that around here. Start a fucking quick trip down there, man. I know. That's, that's one of my, yeah, that could be one of my retirement plans. So we'll get in touch with uh, Quick Trip. <clears throat> bring them. Bring them to West. Bring them to West Florida, Alabama, Southern Alabama, Southern Mississippi. I think you, I think you'll do well. But all right, we're gonna move into segment two, the Sundrop Challenge update. Mike was out for, out looking for blood this week and won the Week Twelve Sundrop Challenge by collecting two hundred and forty Bing Bongs 
while I shit the bed and lost this week, losing 180 bing bongs. The Sundrop Challenge is currently sitting at one Sundrop to one Sundrop tie, with me holding the tiebreaker with 170 bing bongs and Mike still in the red with negative 40 bing bongs. But you almost you almost got her back up there with a nice week, Mike. 240 bing bongs. Kelly's probably happy with you this week. The house ain't gone anyway. That's good. Mm-hmm. You could deal with that. Just a 40, 40 bing bong den. All right. And now we are going to go and we are going to see how we got that way. So the first game on our list, we had Bears minus three and a half at the Lions. Bears won 16 to 14. And we both covered. We both had we both had the Lions. So we both got 100 bing bongs. So it started out the week perfect. Lions can't catch a break. Swift went down early in the second quarter. Mooney had a hell of a game for the Bears. And there was a Jimmy Graham sighting. He had a touchdown. Mike's fantasy pick, if you're listening, TJ Hawkinson. Mike's fantasy tight end got a TD to put the lines up 14 to 13 in the third. But in the end, Andy Dalton took the Bears down the field on an eight minute and 30 second drive that led to a field goal to win the game by two, allowing us both to cover. My player of the game is Darnell Mooney, five catches, 123 yards, no TDs, but came up big when they needed him. What do you got on that game, Mike? Uh, not to, I mean, like they're dumpster fires, both of them, right? So, yeah. Like, and to be fair, like the Lions. So if you're holding a team to 16 points, you got to fucking win. And Bears, if you're holding a team to what? What do you say? 14. Yep. Like you got to win by more than that shit. It can't be last fucking drive shit. Yeah, I, I guess my. 20. My big takeaway from that game was I was glad that they're both in the NFC North. Yeah. So uh, that's helpful. Nagy, like Nagy gets, gets extended a week. Doesn't get fired this week. That's nice. And nice of the bears to not. You think he's going to get fired? Mid- you think he's going to get fired? Like before the end of the season? You think that's in the, in the realm? Got? Yeah. Who do they got this week? You always ask me questions that I, I'm not prepared for. Well, we'll, we'll but, roll it. I feel like they have a game. That, so versus the Cardinals, so they got a big one. Yeah, they're gonna get fucking stomped against the Cardinals. They're gonna get beat by fucking twenty eight, and he's gonna get let go. So let's see what the spread in that game is. I mean, we're gonna get to it later, but we have Cardinals minus eight at the Bears. So yeah, I mean Vegas, Vegas is preaching the same thing you're preaching is an ass whooping at home um but yeah that was probably one of the worst games of the week it was like a big 10 game on thanksgiving though so it kind of felt nice like kind of felt like <laughs> like, like oh, that's what's supposed to happen yeah we're supposed to watch shitty football on thanksgiving that's why the uh lions play yeah it, yeah i mean it it made me feel at home at least i felt like i was watching a game from the 1970s 
All right. We're going to roll into our next game. We have Raiders at Cowboys. Cowboys were minus seven at home. Uh, Raiders win that game 36 to 23. We both picked the Cowboys and we were both wrong. Both lost 110 bing bongs on that one. Uh, my player of the game for that one was Hunter Renfro. Eight catches, 134 yeah. yards. Seemed to be coming up big when they needed him. He's way better than people give him credit or did give him credit for. Like before the year, like he was not drafted for shit in fantasy football leagues and he should have been yeah now i had no clue um i, I kind of took a couple i was in a fantasy football league but i was not paying attention to it that much like i just made sure like there wasn't people hurt like i wasn't like on the waiver wire on tuesdays so had a vacation from it so it came back got in a league that's like 150 dollars this year so i was like okay that'll make me pay attention a little bit more but it didn't help. Like, I still suck at fantasy football. Well, so you that, used to play in a league that was $10, right? Not even a dollar a week. Ah, uh, I, mean, I don't. So we were working together. You were playing in a $10 league. I was like. I was playing in, like, a $100 one, too. So, I, yeah. I think I was back in a couple. But I don't love fantasy football. But it's I, got, I got a couple of buddies that do $10 leagues. And I'm just like, what's, what's the point? Why are you yeah. doing that? Not even a dollar a week. Maybe they're poor. They're not. But. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, we both lost 110 bang bongs on that game. Uh, the third and final Thanksgiving game of the day was just an absolute shit kicking. Uh, Bills were minus four at the Saints. Bills win 31 to six. Mike gets 100 bang bongs because he was smart and picked the Bills. And Pat loses 110 bing bongs. So I just thought the Superdome would be rocking uh, this Thanksgiving. Uh, wasn't just an absolute shit kicking by the Bills. And I should have known better. No Kamara, no Ingram, no Winston. I don't know what I was thinking when I picked that game. I was just like home on Thanksgiving. Saints at home, you think, are a different team. The Bills are, like, sketchy, too. Like, you don't know that they're going to come in and stop everybody. They're, they, they're good, but they're not dominant. They looked, I mean, the they Saints. dominant against the Saints. But yeah. Yeah, like a. did they very, lose to the fucking Jets or something? A very hurt Saints. Yeah, I think they lost uh, nine to, or whatever, six to nine. Um, But, yeah, so that uh, game. That game was a shit show. Takeaway, Bill's defense was great, but it doesn't hurt that Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara, and Mark Ingram were all out. My player of the game for this one is Bill's defense. And my fun fact of Thanksgiving is none of the home teams won this year. So yeah. store that one in your memory bank. You think You think it's good to be at home on Thanksgiving? It's not. You just get the shit kicked out of you when you stay home for Thanksgiving. Well, so one home team loses every year on Thanksgiving. That's the Lions. Yeah, that's the Lions, guaranteed. Well, uh, so, and the Cowboys generally aren't that good either. 
You know, like it, they might get win. They get wins way more than the Lions do for sure. Are they making Saints the third team? I feel like it's been Saintsy the past two years, but I, I could be totally wrong. I didn't look at that shit. I didn't. I feel as though they have put them in there the last two years. Yeah. I so want maybe they are. so maybe they are. I want a Packers Thanksgiving again. So hope that happens for us next year. Easy I feel W. Like- Probably should use one of your like really stalwart franchises. So the Lions have been there forever. You could use like the Bears. So the Bears, they could be there. Oh, you're you're talking for the third game. So it's always going to be the Lions and Cowboys. And I want yeah, they, that. That so that that's Thanksgiving. You can't change that. I agree. I agree. So that at this point, there's no way you can take the Lions off of Thanksgiving. You can't take the Cowboys off of Thanksgiving. What you could put into Thanksgiving is maybe that you probably can't do the Giants. You probably can't do anybody from the NFC North. Can't do anybody from the NFC um, East. That's weird. It is, it's all NFC teams. You, you think so the okay. NFC is the original NFL. Right? Yeah. I mean, a few of those teams have moved around where like they ended up in the AFC somehow. I'm not sure which ones those would be. Yeah, I feel like Baltimore's well, it was like Baltimore Colts. That, yeah, they're they're the Browns. So the Browns maybe, right? We're an NFL team. Yeah, I could see Colts. I think Colts would be a good one. I think the Browns on Thanksgiving, that's that's who you gotta go with next. So the Colt, but the Colts are that's an AFC team for sure. So they started after it's 19. So they probably started in the mid 60s. The but the been around since at least the 40s. Yeah. And I'm not a historian here, but they were the Baltimore Media. Colts. So yeah, they were the Baltimore Colts, but they were an AFC team, right? Okay. So they won Super Bowl so, three, not Super Bowl. They lost Super Bowl three, right? Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, you tell me. I don't fucking know. Maybe they are an NFC team or an NFL team. All right, so Colts or Browns, that, that's going to be the third team we want if if the Saints don't already have that locked up. There, nobody out west, right? Broncos co- probably came around in the 60s. Um, Why do you need it to be an old team so bad? I don't, I don't get that. I think Thanksgiving and football go together. It's like just old, crappy shit. I All right. No. <laughs> Turkey, does, Turkey isn't that good, though. No, turkey's not good, but stuffing's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, and we I definitely types of pie this weekend. Who's ever out there listening that can change this? We definitely need a holiday where pizza is like the the star of the show. That's which ho- which holiday do you want pizza to be the star of the show? Well, it is kind of for the Super Bowl. I consider that kind of a holiday, but um, I could do it for any any holiday. I'll take pizza. Like you give me ham, I'd rather eat pizza. You give me turkey, I'd rather eat pizza. Too yeah. easy, too easy of a choice. I yeah, I just want it to be every holiday. Let's wise up, people. We're just gonna start eating pizza. Maybe you could just put turkey pizza for Thanksgiving, ham and pineapple or something for fucking Christmas. Say this again. You could just have goose pizza for fucking Christmas and ham for Easter. Ham pizza, like a Hawaiian pizza? No, thank you. We just want normal pizza. With pepperoni. What's pepperoni made of? Who knows? 
Yeah, I think it's pork. Um, all right. So we are going to move on to the next game. This one's a little bit bulky too. Um, so the next game we had on our list was the Buccaneers minus two and a half at the Colts. Bucks win 38 to 31. Mike took the Colts. Pat took the Bucks. Pat won 100 bang bongs. Mike lost 110 bang bongs. But but this is a pretty good like game. I was fucking rolling early because of this fucking game. Oh yeah, yeah. You you spoke too soon when yeah, I was when, counting when, my big ones before the hatch. Yep, yep. Don't do that. Um just ask your uh friends at work. You don't count your yoohoos and zingzangs before <laughs> before uh <laughs> before you win the, the game of uh dominoes in the corner <laughs> or uh what's the the dice game you throw in the corner? Uh, Oh, that's craps. They don't want to play craps at work, though. Squelch, fucking Donald's, cribbage. Uh, yeah, don't count your yoo-hoos or zing-zangs before, uh, before you won the game of cribbage. Spillings, euchre, pinochle. They play it all in fucking prison. It doesn't sound half bad. Yeah, this is a weird take about fucking prisons, right? Like... The actual like wreck periods would be fantastic. Like you never will run into like that type of camaraderie anywhere in like social life. Just to make this clear to everybody that's listening, Mike, this is this is for your sake. Mike, <laughs> Mike works in prisons. Mike, Mike doesn't know yeah, this because he's been in prison. Because of that, I've never <laughs> been to prison. I don't do anything that's really going to probably put me in prison. Um, so. But anyways, Bucks win 38-31. I get 100 bing bongs. Mike loses 110 bing bongs. And <clears throat> we're going to roll into the next game. Jets at Texans. Texans were minus three. We both took the Texans and the Jets won 21-14. Both of us lost 110 bing bongs. Uh, I'm going to blame you for this game because you sold me that Tyrod Taylor being back, it was just such a big deal. I think it is. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem to make too much of a difference. My player of the game is not Tyrod Taylor. Um, we'll go on with Deanne John Franklin Myers. Dude had two sacks and an interception. Uh, takeaway for the game is that both these teams stink and someone had to win it. How about you? Yeah, I wasn't going to watch that game. I don't. I want to watch the 15-minute YouTube video shit of that game. Oh, I did. I did, I and I took you. notes. Next game, I'm going to keep track, too, with, like, the Twitter graphics on what games we agree on and what we do on games that we agree on because I think we have a pretty shitty record of on games that we agree on. Not awful, but we're definitely down money on games we agree on. So if we agree on it, fade, the consensus fade it. Yeah, yeah, fade it. Fade, fade it. the consensus pick. And I think this one's my fault because I was talking about the Eagles last week, how fun they were to watch. Definitely weren't that fun to watch this week. But anyways, so we have Eagles minus three and a half at the Giants. So in New York, uh, Giants end up winning that game 13 to seven. I think this was the worst game of the week. Um, tough competition with that Lions Bears game. Um, like I said, we were both on the Eagles. We were both wrong. 
my player of the game is Jalen Hurts, but for the Giants, uh, giving them three picks and ending every drive in the red zone. Uh, Takeaway from the game is that Hurts needs to make better decisions in the red zone. And if these teams had this type of game against any other all right team in the league, they would have just got their asses handed to them. Eagles are your team, though, right? I don't know anymore. They, they were very fun to watch last week, but not so fun to watch this week. Um, Hertz makes bad decisions, but like when he is, when they do run that that read option, I think they are like the most dynamic team. That not not most dynamic team, but read option wise, like they have the biggest plays come out of it. The read option there. That's what we got for Eagles and Giants. I'm gonna I'm gonna stamp that one with Pat's worst game of the week. Oh wow. Yep. Yep. I think that was worse than Chicago and Detroit. All right. We'll roll into our next game, which was Panthers at the Dolphins. This one was a pick'em. Mike smartly picked the Dolphins. Dolphins win 33 to 10. I picked the Panthers, and I have no clue why after watching that one. So Mike gets 100 bing bongs. I lose 110. My player of the game for this game is Jalen Waddell. Nine catches, 137 yards, and a touchdown. Dude just looks electric. My takeaway from this game is that I did not really give a shit about this game, and I was probably wrong about putting the Panthers in the playoffs in our last week's playoff picks. So the Dolphins are hot. I think that, like, they're going to make a push at the playoffs. The AFC East is way – I mean, outside of the Jets – are way better than what I thought at the beginning of the season. I thought that – They all won this week. I I just put that together. I thought the Pats were going to be shit. I thought the Dolphins would be like second maybe in their division and the Jets would be last, right? But I didn't think anybody was going to compete with the Bills. And I think both the Dolphins and the um, Pats can. Now, I do still think the Pats are going to lose three of their next four, but I did think (laughs) it would be four out of five, so. Mike's hot take. That's another one. Like my mind just says they got to start losing and they have not played anybody good. So like it was like the Jets, Chargers, Browns. So last week they're playing a decimated Tennessee team. And the two right before that weren't that good either. I think they're going to get some losses. They got some some bad They had some bad teams they were playing. All right. So we're going to do a Mike fact check. So. So the Patriots have won one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. They yep. beat the Jets. Sure. I think, goes, I think it goes like Jets, Chargers. Who's, the Chargers have been. Yeah, they haven't been great. Excited. What's that? They haven't been great. No. Um, so, yeah, close one against the Chargers. What do you got next? Mike's doing this off the top of his head. So after the Chargers, so, know, who did they play? It was like Jets, Chargers, like Browns. No, you missed one. So pretty good. Panthers, then Browns. Panthers are trash. Browns, like, I don't know. Are they good? There are. You don't think that they're that good. They're like middle of the road. So this this is where I would say the Browns are. They're lower middle class. So 
like 20th. So they have cable, but um, yeah, they're not doing that great. They don't, they don't got that. They don't got HBO. Um, who, the, who the fuck does? Who the fuck does? Somebody. I think upper middle class has HBO. All right. Uh, all right. Then they roll into the Falcons, 25 nothing. So more. Yeah, more Falcons f- are bad. Falcons are bad. Tennessee's bad. Titans aren't bad. But they don't have Henry. So, okay. So, so, are, so Mike's. Have, so Mike's. Three's in the NFL right now. They so have you. Most amount of time in the NFL. Say say that one one more time. So the Tennessee Titans. So if you were looking at their big three for their offense, it would not include Tannehill, Julio Jones, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry are all. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're they're decimated. So so sure. And Good the call. number two running back is out. That McNichols or whatever was not playing either. All right, but we are going to get to see, and this is a late game. So next week. So, uh, do you have their schedule up? I do, I do. Who do they? Who's coming up? So Bills. So that's going to be a test. So I, I'll give you that. That'll be a tough game. All right. So so Mike saying lose three of their next four. Yeah. So I think that they have like Bills, like Colts, Bills, Jets, or something. Jaguars. You're pretty good. Mike does this all off the top of his head. No, I, no. So I looked at this because this is one that I think is. I'm expecting them to start losing at some point. So they have the Jags in there too. So they have Jags and Jets in there. They're going to get two wins just because of that fucking bullshit. So if you like Twitter and you like arguing with somebody to a point where they're never going to stop arguing with you, hit no, Mike hit, hit hit Mike up on this point. This one though, like has a closing date. So you're saying three of the next four. So they lose to the Bills. They lose to the Colts. They lose to the Bills again. And then they beat the Jaguars, and then they beat the Dolphins. I would say. No, I uh, think that they can that they can easily lose to the Dolphins. So you're saying they're going to lose four of their next five? Jaguars are their only win left on the schedule. I thought they had the Jets left again. No, no. So, so here we here we go. We'll reiterate. So they got Bills. No, I'm at not Bills. Say that. I'm not going to say that. So. They lose three I of think the. They can scrape away two wins out of the next one. They got five games left. I think they can scrape out two wins. So they're going to lose three of their next five. So that that's yeah. what we got yeah. going. And so, and if they lose four or five, I won't be surprised. All right, that was a great segue because next game we both doubted the Patriots, and the Patriots made us look like dipshits, like Ooh. we are. So we have Titans. At Patriots, Patriots were minus five and a half. Mike and I both wanted the points in that game. Patriots win that game 36 to 13. Mike loses 110 big bongs. Pat loses 110 big bongs. My player of the game is Nick Folk. Uh, five of six kicking field goals that day, and he missed a 53-yarder in the snow. So I'm just jealous of having a kicker that, that's that automatic with what we got going on in Green Bay right now. You watch that one. Who's your player of the game? I said, fuck, Folk is so good. I mean, honestly, like. Yeah, five to six. Every, he makes every kick that they put in front of him, and he barely made the fucking team. Yeah. Yeah, no. So they drafted a kid that got hurt. Otherwise, he wouldn't even be on their team. Yeah, no, he had a hell of a game. Um my takeaway from this game, so 
Pats. I can't give it to Mac Jones because I don't like him. So yeah. Mike does not have a player of the game. He doesn't. He doesn't go in and look at the play-by-play box score like I do. Yeah, and just I've, just pick a random player. I'm not looking at the stats like in a game-by-game basis for sure. Like if he will, playing, he will be have. soon. All right. So my takeaway from this game is once the Patriots start finishing those drives that they're uh, kicking field goals on, they might be something to reckon with in the AFC. But is it because they can't? <laughs> what What are you saying that? Like that they can't so, finish the drives. Yeah. So NFL I mean, defense is cracked down in the in the red zone, and you're not going to be able to cl- complete those underneath passes because you can't run the deep routes, right? So when you're inside your 20s, you can run those deep routes. Then defenses are very willing to give up a three yard pass. And I mean that makes sense. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying if they figured out, I mean yeah, that's obviously obviously like Brady did and quarterbacks that. Definitely do. Yeah, but. so Patriots look good. I think Mike's going to be wrong about his take. Um, let let him know uh, what you think about it. But we're gonna we're gonna keep that one off the the if bang out. If you would like to like just tweet how dumb I am, I'm at a, at MJ Doherty. Yeah. Yep. Give that to Mike. At MJ Doherty. Like I said, he just cranks on some ball with the bang and he gets after you on Twitter. He'll, he'll, he just puts ball with the bang on repeat and just keeps fighting. Yeah, keep keep that away from me. I think I think that's too spicy for mine. And I'm not gonna he needs some likes, he needs the like the emotions that come with getting likes on Twitter, the little sign that comes up says number one, right? Got one mention. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a big arguer on Twitter. Like, like have you ever chased down the rabbit holes? Mike's the guy in the rabbit holes, but, like, it just leads to nothing. Even the guys you were arguing with, like, and then I I put my, like, two cents in on on your love take, and then, like, immediately you come at See, I told you you're wrong. Yeah, so that guy agreed with me, Everett. You're my boy. Follow us. Um, he ain't following shit. <laughs> listen up, Everett. Um, but, yeah, I, I post my rebuttal to Mike's that I just think – I think he's a hotter take than he thinks it is. And he's like, why would you think that? Like, there, there's a – I do I'm not like, give fucking mind <laughs> at the ball. Mike's over there, bow with the bang to bang. Fuck Pat. He doesn't agree with me. I think you people thinking the number one overall picks like this lot is a fucking super hot take that makes you look like you're a fucking moron. Everybody. No, that that's where I'll say there's like validity into into what you're saying, but it's not gonna happen, so it's unprovable. So they I'm not start making it. I'm telling Brian Goonkoots right now, trade that fucking guy for something big. Package him and Neiman together for fucking Anything you want. Yep. Offer it to offer it to Detroit for the first overall pick in the draft and just see what happens. So you get you get a starting left you get a starting left tackle and a new quarterback that's not expensive, and you can fucking cut golf and just like move on from him. So now it's a package deal. It's not just love. It's uh fuck you're getting you're getting the one and the thirty-three for that right there. Oh damn. You heard it here first. GM, Mike Doherty. 
He's making moves. The Jets too. Get the Seahawks pick and the fucking Jets pick. That's that's a doable one as well. All right. So we veered from the path. For Yash, for Yash. This is what this is what I'm telling you guys. You'll get you'll get days of enjoyment. You you will get years of enjoyments with that take because like until it happens. Yeah. So 20 years from now, you can tell me how stupid I am because more than likely, these guys waste away on the Packers bench and never see the fucking light of day. Just to be fair, you don't want to actually get rid of either of them if you think they're okay. If you have a backup left tackle that can come in and, like, for four games, make it happen, you get you got to keep that fucking guy. You have to. See? If, and- quarterback, if you get to have a quarterback that can, can come in and only lose to the Chiefs, dominant Chiefs team, like, that weren't having any struggles at all by seven, fuck. Got to roll with it. See, it unrolls even more. But we are going to get back on track. So we got Steelers. I think Love had a great game against the Chiefs. That's not what I'm saying. Like, that isn't where I'm going with that. This is what I'm telling you guys. He, he, he will go on for years. Like, you, you'll just have, like, it'll be one tweet with, like, a thousand tweets underneath it. Just going on about this. Anyways, so we're getting back on track. Um, Steelers at Bengals. Bengals were minus three and a half. Bengals went 41 to 10. Mike and Pat both had the Bengals. We were on. We were on to this one. Pat's player of the game is Joe Mixon. Dude's a beast. 28 carries, 165 yards, and two touchdowns. My takeaway from this game is my picking the Bengals to win the North is starting to look a little bit better. We'll see. But... I kind of do like the Bengals win the North now. I'm kind of glad I picked that because that was my my biggest regret. So, Ravens, they're coming for you. What do you got, Mike? They lost to the Jets earlier this year. Yeah, I mean that. I mean so that's that's where I'm at with the Bengals. I don't know what you are yet. Yeah, and Buffalo lost to the Jets. So maybe the Jets must be winning the Super Bowl. God damn. Yeah, the Jets. I, I want to see. So the Jets have. That and their other win is the Titans when the Titans were good, yeah, right. So, so, week like three or four. Wait, you said the Bengals lost to the Jets, Bengals beat the Jets, buddy. You sure, yep, because the other loss. So, the Jets' three wins are the Titans. Oh, wait, 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 nope, you're right. So, yeah, so they beat the Titans, they beat the Bengals, they beat the Texans. So, yeah, so that they can't be right. Titans, Bengals, Texans. They did not beat the Bills. The Jags beat the Bills. Oh, yep. Okay, right. my bad. Getting shitty teams mixed up. Yep, my bad. <laughs> that one's on me. But they almost beat the Bills, right? Or was that the Dolphins that almost beat them? Let's see. I don't think they even played the Bills. So now I'm on the Bengals. Not yet. They're going to play them twice. Yeah. So Jets, let's see what they did against the Bills. They lost 45 to 17. So my bad. I steered us in the wrong direction. Got my my shitty teams that start with the J mixed up. You're still not sold on the on the Bengals winning the North. No. no. Okay. You're gonna hold tight with the Ravens. Which I think is a smart choice. I think that is a smart choice. I think that Bengals Steelers game 
First off, the Steelers are very like dinged up. And then on top of that, that's the Bengals Super Bowl. That's like the Vikings beating the Packers. That's huge for them. To stomp on the team that has run that division forever is a big deal. Yeah. And I I, I get that, but, but I don't know. Too, because they beat them early in the season, I think. Like just crushed them. Yeah, we will fact check that one. Um, Jamie, look it up. I am. I'm Pat and Jamie. Um, Mike, I had to help you out, but my computer is way too fucking slow. No, you're good. Yeah, so they beat the Steelers 24-10, and then they beat them 41-10. So Steelers haven't put up more than 10 points against them, and they sweep the seeding series. All right, we're going to move on to the – Well against the Steelers. I mean, that just has to be the way it is. Yeah, their left tackles play their uh, right defensive ends very well in that one. So yeah, the pulling guard definitely. Maybe takes... their backup left tackle should get traded for a first overall pick. Yep, yep, yep. All right, we're going to keep third rolling. Not even we're... their backup, their third string left tackle. We don't want Mike to get off on the – we don't even want him to sniff the word love. All right, next game we have Falcons minus one at the – Jags, Falcons win 21 to 14. Mike had the Falcons smartly. Pat had the Jags dumbly. Pat's player of the game is Cordero Patterson. 16 carries, 108 yards, two TDs. I should have picked him up in my fantasy league when I had the chance, but I didn't because I'm stupid. My takeaway is nothing. How about you, Mike? Falcons are better than we think. Like they got stomped by the Patriots, but they got like five wins. Yeah, let me let me pull it up for you. You are good off the top of your head. Yep. So, so I look la- at some of this stuff, right? So I'm not like looking at it now, but I look at it at times. But that's what I'm saying. I got I got screens rolling with information, and Mike's just throwing out five and six. I got the standings up. That's Mike, what they are. Six. Yeah, they're five and six. Um, let's see their wins. Giants, not good. Jets, not think- good. Dolphins are all right. Saints will give them all right. And beat the Jaguars. Nope. Atlanta sucks. I'm not saying they're beating good teams, but they're they're getting wins. Yeah, they're dog shit. I don't know. That that game. I can deal with that. I, I just didn't know too much about that game going in. I mean, two teams I have not watched that much this year. Falcons and Jags. And I'm just saying, I didn't get much out of it. Like, I, I don't know where I'm going to go with next week's picks with either of those teams because the just, game just didn't do much for me. So, since saying that, we're going to roll right into the next one that we have. We have Chargers minus two and a half at the Broncos. Broncos win 28 to 13. Mike was smart, picked the Broncos plus 100. Pat was dumb. Um, lost 110 bing bongs on that game. Uh, my player of the game was Pat Sertan, the second with two picks, one of the picks being a pick six. Takeaway from this game, a lot closer than it looked. Um, lots of that pick six and the extra touchdown happened in the fourth quarter. I'm a Chargers apologist, but the AFC West looks like a tough place to be if the Broncos are going to be good too. Yeah, the Broncos are okay. Yeah, I mean, that game, they, they damn – they looked all right, but maybe they Chargers have, aren't good. Like that, and then they have games where they shit the bed. Yeah. They have both. And the Chiefs, 
have only been good, not great, like they normally are. The Raiders have been both ways. The Chargers early in the season looked like fucking world beaters, and now they look like fucking trash. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. So, yeah, if the Broncos are good, the AFC West is a tough place to play. So, next game we have on the docket is Rams at Packers. When we got it, the Packers were minus one. I think it swung to the point where we could have got the Packers plus two. We were both fucking geniuses. We didn't doubt the Packers because we don't want to eat no shorts. Packers win that game 36 to 28. We covered that in our first time we ever time travel. So we're not going to touch this game much. Mike gets 100 bing bongs. Pat gets 100 bing bongs. And we are good. Vikings at 49ers. 49ers win 34 to 26. Mike's a Vikings fan now. He picked the Vikings. Loses 110 bing bongs. Pat picked the 49ers. Uh, wins 100 bing bongs. to be a Niners fan. Niners have actually like affected our happiness long term. By taking Super Bowls and fucking big time victories from us, it might be worse to be a, Vikings, a Niners fan than a Vikings. Fan. Yeah, I mean the playoff rivalry with the 49ers, like in the 90s into the early 2000s. Like when I see Packers 49ers, it's still, still, uh, still yeah. like uh, makes makes something happen, makes the game look better to me. Like I, I, I definitely think you're well, right. Kaepernick in the- games, Kaepernick like. Ran for like 900 yards on us in three games. Jerry fumbled too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyways, I actually but to be my, fair, the Vikings like troll me at least two or three times a week. So when I play pool, the number four ball when you play pool is purple. Yeah, I can't deal with that shit because every time I see four and purple together, it like gives me PTSD. I have like a fucking problem with. Oh, Brett, all over again. Yep, I erased that time period from my memory. So, Favre's a Packer for life. Um, Yeah, I I love Brett Favre. I think he's the greatest quarterback. He was the greatest quarterback that ever lived when he retired. Yep, I agree. When I saw a purple four, it bothers me. So, I didn't get to get into that game too much. Um, I'll spare you guys. We'll just say Pat was right. Mike was wrong. The Niners kicked the shit out of well, you said you watched that one a little bit. What happened? So I I did watch like the like abbreviated version of it, and both teams looked like they made a shitload of mistakes. Um, the Niners look okay, but interceptions, fumbles, like they could not keep the fucking ball in their hands. Neither of those teams are scary if they play the way they did on Sunday. To be fair, the only reason I think I picked the Niners in that game, I I came around to your way of thinking, and I think uh, the Vikings are going to sneak into a playoff spot. But I just thought the line was weird. I, I would have to go back and see what the 49ers did last week, but I know the Vikings beat the Packers. 49ers were minus three at home. I didn't think the 49ers were a very good team. I don't think they're a bad team by any means. I think they're pretty on par with the Vikings. So now that I'm saying yeah. this all, all in my head, minus three does make sense. But for some reason, I wanted to I, – I think if I saw minus – like the 49ers minus one or two, I think I might have went with, with the Vikings. But for some reason, that three just popped out at me, and I was like, 
Vegas is Vegas is on to something. The playoff teams in the NFC right now are Rams, Niners, Vikings, right? And so I'm not gonna fact check you. So they're right there. Everybody's right there. I'm moving on to the next game. So I I did good closing out. So Mike had an early, super early lead on me, ends up beating me with the bing bong count this week. Um, but if I didn't close the way I did, so I got that, I got that, I picked the Niners. Then we have Browns at Ravens. Um, we both took the Ravens, both won the Bing Bongs. That game ended uh, 16 to 10 Ravens. Um, another game I don't have too many details on. Uh, and then the Monday night game, Mike watched the first half at least. Uh, I did not watch a lick of it. I was going to catch up on it for you guys, but ran out of time. Um, Washington ends up winning 17 to 15. What, what did we go there? We both picked the Seahawks in that one. Washington was minus four and a half. I took the, I took Washington. I don't have my other notebook, but I took Washington for sure. Oh, that's why I didn't change the line. So when we had that game, Washington was plus one, maybe. Yeah. Washington was plus one. So, so yep, this was my scrambling gym, my homework in at the last minute. So yeah, we had we had Washington plus one. We both had Washington plus one. Both cash in on some bing bongs. Um, yeah, and that will wrap up the Sun Drop Challenge. Currently at one Sun Drop to one Sun Drop, tied up with Pat having the tiebreaker over Mike. So right now, you stick around with us. You're going to see Mike shotgun the shit out of a sun drop. Probably throw up, but that's okay. It's going to be sweet. And like I said, we have a website coming through, coming soon. That's probably going to be our pinned tweet. Um, get and on if I that. argue with you on Twitter, then you can see me really suffer, right? Yeah, just tell him. Yeah. Everett. Everson, whatever his name is. Everett. That's my boy, Everett. All right, so we are going to transition. Right, welcome to the picks for week 13, the other end of the Sun Drop Challenge. This is where we are making our picks and putting 100 bing bongs on the line with 10% juice. So if we win, we get $100. If we lose, we lose 110 bing bongs. Not dollars, bing bongs. All right, let's make this clear. So, did you have your picks done for the week, or Mike, are you doing this on the fly? Because I'm doing this on the fly. I need the uh, lines, but I have an idea what the lines were and what I want to pick. Yeah, I got the lines. So, even if you had the lines, my lines are the final lines. So, I guess you couldn't really make those picks. Um, Unless you really want to argue, I'd probably change the line for you. So we are going to start with Mike. And first game of the week that we have is the Thursday nighter. And that is Cowboys minus four and a half at the Saints. Who you got, Mike? They're plus four. Saints are plus four. I think I'm going to take the Saints. They're going to start start Taysom Hill this week. They're going to start doing some crazy shit. I like it. All right. I cannot. Probably not. I cannot get off the Cowboys, so I got the Cowboys. So next game of the week we have, we have, there's a lot of big home dogs this week, but I mean, you you guys will see 
when we get to it. And I think I'm going to be given a lot of points this week. So, so next thing we have is Buccaneers minus 11 at the Falcons. I am going to take the Buccaneers, give those points and just say that one's going to be a Buccaneers ass whooping. Um, let's see what Mike thinks after he says the Falcons are pretty good. I did not say they were pretty good, better than people expect. I am taking the Bucks. All right, Bucks, Bucks. All right, Mike, throw it back at me. Uh, we have the Cardinals minus eight at the Bears. Who you got? I got the Cardinals. It's going right. to be a ball game. It's going to be right. Nag- Nagy's uh, firing game. Ooh, I like it. And a bold prediction. 30 to like eight. Bold prediction on top. So I'm going Cardinals minus eight as well in Chicago. So next game, we have the Chargers at the Bengals. The Bengals are minus three at home. I am going to take the favorite. Again, I'm all favorites right now. Chargers at Bengals. Bengals minus three. Noon game. Dude. Don't keep doing that to me. All right. One, I think, one second. I'm going to pull you I'm up the we win the early games because it's the early stuff, right? I put them down in order, but I'm going to switch it to week 13 no, for Mike. A, I'll just tell you. It's a fucking noon game. Chargers are going to show up and shit the bed. Bang. So, Minus three. So you are going with the Bengals as well. So the part that disappoints me the most about that is that you knew it was a noon game and you decided to ask me. I didn't know. Anyways. I, I do not know. I think for sure, by the way, we've done things in the past and right down fucking order. Well, you should have known better. All right. Now we have the Minnesota Vikings minus seven in Detroit. And let, let me help you out there, Mike. This one is still a noon. Fuck off. Uh, I'm taking the Lions plus seven. Lions plus seven. Lions plus seven. I'm taking the Lions plus seven as well. I think I've picked against the Vikings every week so far. I'm one and one. So we're going to see where that split. You said you took all dogs? Um, that, That's my first. They're all favorites right now, right? That was your I, first dog? That was my first dog. Okay. All right. So next game we have, we have Giants at the Dolphins, uh, Dolphins are minus three at home. Um, seeing what they did last week, I was saying last week, I was like, I don't want to fall in love with what they did last week, but that burned me. So I'm going to fall in love with what they did to the Carolina Panthers last week, and I'm going to pick the Dolphins in Miami. And let me help you out. That's a noon game, Mike. I'm on the fins as well. All right, fins, fins. All right, Mike is going to kick it back to me. Next game we have on our list is Eagles are minus six and a half at the Jets. That's a noon game, Mike, just to let you know. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm assuming you're taking the Eagles too. That's my my team. I can't quit. Actually, if, if I'm wrong this week with the Eagles. You will quit them? I will quit them. But what what – you should remember this, but what what do we just have the Jets do? They just, just beat the Texans. Yeah, that's that's not too impressive. So, 
I, I want to zag on you here. Jalen Hurts. All right, I'm going to be paying close attention to this game, but I am going to go Jets. I'm going to take six and a half points at home. So I'm going to zag on my Eagles. Um, you pissed me off last week. That's why. So quit being shitty in the red zone, Hurts. Um, run that read option. I hope I'm wrong. All right, next game, I'm going to lead this one back. So we got Colts minus nine points at the Texans. So another huge road favorite, or I guess you could say another huge home dog. Um, Texans, you're going to be my home dog. Nope, I, I changed my mind already. I'm going Colts minus nine. I'm on the Colts too. I don't know. If they're fading us this week, they've got a fucking bunch of games picked up. All right. I got to remember that I'm on the Colts because I highlighted them. And I don't feel like taking the time to unhighlight them. Just to unfucking highlight them. Then you'll cheat when the fucking Texans begin, and then I'll have to fucking call you out. I'll have to re listen to the podcast. It'll be, it'll be bad. All right. Unhighlighted. Mike just did some live, live um, fixing. Okay, that was so, that was therapy right there, man. That's what I do. Oh, really? You're a therapist? I'm a rec therapist. I like it. So you you give people therapy while thumb wrestling. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> okay. I that's like exactly that. what I do. I love it. All right. Next game we got is Washington at the Raiders. Raiders are a two and a half point favorite at home. I don't know what I think about this one, but you're you're going first. I'm taking the Raiders, supposedly. That's what I have written down. Dang, you wrote shit down. All right, since I didn't write shit down, I'm going to contradict you. We're going to say Washington stays hot. I think the Raiders suck, but they did beat the Cowboys, who I think are really good. So what the fuck do I know? Um, Next, we have Jaguars at Rams. Rams are minus 13, and I'm going to take them. Taking the Rams. Me too. All right. Next game we have Mike's leading this one off. We are going to go Ravens minus three and a half at Pittsburgh. So Ravens got to do it. Lamar had a rough game, but he'll fix it. All right. Let me see if this changes your mind a little bit with my spiel that I'm going to have. So this game's at 325, Mike. Oh, shit. 325? <laughs> I think I'm still taking it. So that uh, must be the game of the week. Uh, it's got to be 325 instead of 305 or 315. It's got to be the game of the week. Is the game of the week on CBS? It can be. Well, so it's not called America's Game of the Week. All uh, right. I'm going to say the Steelers get their shit together back at home. I'm going to fade Mike on that one. Um, 49ers are – so next game I'm leading off, 49ers are – Minus three and a half at the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks suck, so going 49ers. I think when I saw it, it was plus one, right, for the Seahawks. Seahawks were plus one. And so when I saw that, I said, they're begging me to take the Niners. They're fucking just saying, please, 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 please take the Niners, right? That's that's crazy that you saw that game at plus one. because So it might have been a Sunday night-like thing, right? I'm not saying yours is wrong. I'm saying... That's why I'm taking the Hawks. No, I know mine's right, but I just want to fact check your batting history. And the line opened at minus two and a half 
and has moved to minus three and a half. Oh, so, wow. you were, so you were high. You were high. And who are you? I'll look at where I got it from and see if that's what it was. Because I want to say that's why I took them. Is because who who are you taking? I missed it because I was looking. So yeah, so I got the Niners at minus one, but I think this article is from Sunday night. Okay, like be lines thing, and that's why I was like, yeah, I'm on. The, but I still think they're begging you to take the goddamn Niners. I don't know Seattle. Niners, Niners scored thirty five points, and Seattle couldn't do jack shit. They're begging you to take the Niners. That should be a six-point game. I don't know. Terrible. I don't know. I can, I can see where money would get put on the Seahawks because just just it being in Seattle, Seattle's reputation. I think there's some of that that goes into the line where I fall for too, and that's what I am. Yeah, but it's not like the Niners are bad. No. So Mike is taking the Seahawks. I am taking. I am taking the Niners. Next game we got is Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs are minus 10 at home. And I feel like that's begging you to take the Broncos after what they did to the Chargers. But I'm going to take the Chiefs because I think the Chiefs are going to get it right. I think the Chiefs are back. Oops. 10 plus 10. You are taking the Broncos. Yep. All right. That's the Sunday nighter there If that if that changes your mind at all. So next game, we got Monday night game. So this game is not only a late game, but it's a day later as well. So this helps you out. We have Patriots at the Bills. Bills are minus three. And I think I know where Mike's going before before this (laughs) this one even goes. You do, but only because it's past max bedtime. So Mike takes the Bills minus three. I am going to take the Patriots because... I just want Mike's take to be wrong so bad. So, so we're going to be the, a Patriots fan just because you don't like the fact that I don't like the Patriots. No, not so much. I, I think they are good. I think they're really good. And I don't know this last week's game. Yeah. They, they just look good. Like that was one that I paid pretty close attention to. They played a shit team. Yeah. They played a beat up Titans team. But they beat a shit team like they should have beat a shit team. And they so that, field goals. So, yeah, that's fair. That is fair. All right. That will wrap up the future Sundrop picks. And now we are back with the fantasy corner with Mike. Mike is going to give you how many? I'm going to give you seven, I think. Something like that. Yeah, seven. Seven and Mike, you take it over. Let people know what they're getting. Are we getting flyers or are we getting the best seven? Um, probably a little bit of both. Uh, so Stafford is my quarterback for the week. Kind of shit the bed last week. He's gonna come out, he's playing a bad team, gonna dominate. They're Cooper, him and Cooper Cup are gonna go for three touchdowns, 287 yards apiece. You know, it's going to look good. Um, the Colts are going to get wrecked all week for not running Jonathan Taylor, number one running back off the board, number one running back in our hearts, number one running back in fantasy stats, John Taylor. Take him, use him, fucking he's going to kill it this week. Um, they're playing the Texans, I think. Yep. Should light him the fuck up. The Bengals are playing who? The Chargers. 
Chargers. Chargers, terrible run defense. Take Joe Mixon. Take the three touchdowns. Laugh in your opponent's faces. Do you think we're going to have that in the budget for like a daily fantasy? If you get, you're going to get Stafford on the cheap and then you're going to get, those got to be the two high guys, right? Cup's going to be high too. Cup. So, no, these, so taking Taylor, Mixon, and Stafford would be expensive to do. Yeah. Definitely be expensive. Um, And the next guy's going to be expensive too. He's the number one uh, wide receiver in fantasy football, Cooper Cup. You got to take him this week. They're, I think the Rams are have to be out to prove something. Double points. Double points, yes. Double points. I'm second-guessing my secondary wide receiver. I took Smith from the Eagles. He's playing the Jets. Dylan Hurts runs oh. better than he throws. No, I, I hate it. I hate it. Let's take uh, Waddle from the Finns. Okay. We got an expensive team this week, so we hope you have like a Yankees budget for this week. Yeah, just fucking pay what you got to pay. Um, tight end, Zach Ertz. All right, explain that one. So I like Zach Ertz. They're playing the fucking uh, Bears. Yep. And I don't think Hopkins is going to be the guy. I think it's going to be Zach Ertz this week. Zach Ertz, I think, is a top. Five fantasy tight end, and he doesn't get the credit because he was starting on the Eagles this year, and he had a bad year last year. And Cardinals are undefeated on the road. Kicker, take Nick Folk. Mac Jones can't put it in the fucking end zone, so he's going to have 15 kicks. They're probably still going to fucking win, wreck my whole goddamn day, but it's all going to be Nick Folk, no Mac Jones. That's the Monday night or two. It's fun to pick your kicker on Monday night, just in case, in case you need like three points to win. So All right. I, I like that pick. Okay. And then my defense is the Rams. Not only are they going to light up the fucking scoreboard, 35 points from the offense. Nope. Better not take the Rams defense because I don't think the Rams. No. Nope, yeah. We're taking the Rams defense. They might get a touchdown too. Maybe the Cooper Cup and Stafford only get three. Rams get two on defense against somebody bad. Jags, maybe. Um, when I was thinking about the the uh, like the budget team, like I was thinking, if you take Henderson like from the Rams, they're probably going to be up early in that game, just fucking running the ball. I like Elijah Mitchell. I had Elijah Mitchell written down. And then I was like, you can't not take George, John Taylor against the fucking Texans. You can't do it. No. And fucking, and fucking Mixon's like number two back in the league, and he's playing some fucking shit-ass team. And I think I think you'd have a winner with the Rumple Fantasy Five. All right. Well. I like, I like the game. Maybe we should. So this is like, this can all get cut. When we get going, we should run just a. Rumpel's Fantasy Five and do a fucking sun drop prize or whatever. Yeah. One, one buck winners. I like that. Whoever, whoever has the high score. I do. How, how would they I, submit it? Twitter? Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. Could we, we submit could. it on, a, on the fucking website? We could probably make a way that it's submittable on the website. 
I know I like that idea a lot. Yeah, just have like fan interaction. Whoever wins gets a sun drop. Well, that's what we're gonna start with. Like we're gonna <laughs> bump it up to a fucking case. <laughs> 12 pack winner. Yeah, if you get a perfect, if you get a perfect team, you get a 12 pack. Ah shit. Give them a fucking 24. Oh, third. No, 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 no. Instead of doing that, we'll just give them a two liter. <laughs> right? So like instead of getting a 20 ounce, you get a fucking two for the same price it's probably cheaper for the all right you heard it there it looks like we are going to start doing a rumple fantasy seven where you pick a quarterback two running backs two wide receivers a tight end and a defense with no budget mike will add up the points and the winner is going to be taking home an ice cold bottle of sun drop if you get a perfect week you get a two liter but now we are going to hop in the time machine and head back to sunday night where mike and i talk about the badgers and packers this week whoa all right mike did you just feel that i did not feel anything well we just went back in time it is now sunday and i have good news for you and i have bad news for you what do you want to start with well, let's start with the good news nope we're starting with the bad news <laughs> planned out so the badgers went to minnesota and lost the axe just got their asses handed to them do you get to watch that whole game i missed the first part of that game and then i was watching most of it but i was watching kids too so yeah, my not yeah. My mom was setting up her Christmas tree, so uh I was down there making sure that they weren't breaking a bunch of shit, but we had the game on and I was I was watching. I missed the the helmet to helmet that yeah. got the safety kicked out, which like right. that guy's super good. I shouldn't say super good, but he's a yeah, he's, he's a starter. He's the guy our defense needs. Yeah, wilder. Um yeah. Bow with the Badgers' names, but yeah, it got kicked out first play of the game. But yeah, right. definitely a difference maker out there. So losing him right away sucked, but we just give the big breakdown right now. So from the game, uh, the golfers outgained the Badgers 274 yards to 233 yards. A big 10 game, if I've ever seen one. The first, <laughs> the first quarter was two drives leading to trading field goals three to three yeah. starting the second quarter. So not the most exciting game then. But so like as a Badger fan, that's exactly what you want to see, right? So we wanted Graham Mertz to be something that he wasn't, right? Or I shouldn't say that he wasn't. We wanted him to come in and turn us into like an air raid offense, the offense that like just like annihilates people. Yeah, but like, think, when yeah. we're at our best, we line up and we push people around and we get seven yards, right? At our absolute best, we're like running it up the gut and just pounding people. That quarterback goes nine for 13 for yeah. 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. You think, yeah, you think the how this game came together, like the recipe was for a Badgers win in it. But Minnesota just played Badger football better than the Badgers played. Badger. So what what I saw that they did is they said we will let Graham Mertz beat us with the pass, but we won't let Braylon Allen beat us. We're going to oh. just like run blitz like crazy, and if we get beat deep, 
okay, and we just missed those deep balls, right? Yeah. So there's a couple of deep balls that they just like didn't connect on that were open, right? Yeah. And that uh, that cornerback has a really good game. He takes that ball right out of Pryor's hands. Like that's a big swing right there. Yeah. So like I just thought that they lined up and said, whatever happens, the running game isn't going to beat us today. Yeah, that Wally thing. I think it was Wall Wally. Uh, yeah, something like that from Minnesota. He yeah, had really yeah, ripped it right out of his hands. That that was huge. Right. Uh, I I mean, so I was making like I had flashbacks of the fucking Seattle game during that. It was like no, nah, he definitely ripped it away though. Like I, I'm not saying that he didn't. I just said like I think I tweeted out something along the lines of like <laughs> uh like something like if this was the NFL, the Seahawks would have a touchdown or something like that. Yeah. My PTSD just shot up. That that game still hurts you that bad. The one yeah, I don't... that that that's why I hate Russell Wilson. That game alone is why I hate yeah. Russell Wilson. I, I can't I can't say it didn't give me a bad taste in my mouth with Golden Tate, but then it didn't help that Golden Tate went to Detroit. So oh yeah. So like Golden Tate, that would have been a guy that would have been worked fit perfect with the Packers. Absolutely perfect. He would have been awesome. Like fantastic player. Hate that motherfucker. Hate him. Just because of that though. Like there's no other good reason to hate him. I just do. Yeah, you just tell him to go pound sand if you want to come play for us. Like, nope, big pile of sand. Like, I had such a negative, like, implication of Golden Tate that I wouldn't draft him in fantasy. He was, like, one of the best fantasy wide receivers over the last 10 years, probably in the top, like, 10 or 15. And, like, I had no idea because I hated him that bad. Yeah, he was low-key, like, a really good player. But, yeah, stayed on the record. But, yeah, back to the Badger game. They shut down Braylon Allen big time. Uh, he had 17 carries for 47 yards. I don't even know what that average is out to, like two yards a carry, which – Oh, so two would be 34, so two and a half? Yeah. yeah. Two. And, yeah, and that doesn't that doesn't happen much. Graham Mertz has a 50.9 QBR rating, um, throws a pick. Had to throw the ball way too much, but like you said, that's that was Minnesota's plan going in. But they uh, don't set they don't set Mertz up to be good though. Like if you watch, like so, I was I watched the Patriots game hoping to see him lose today, but they set Mac Jones up to be like to complete like nine out of ten of his passes, and then the last one is one that he takes a risk on. But like if you throw ten passes with Mac Jones, like nine of them are like guaranteed completions and like even if they're like a three-yard completion they're guaranteed and the badgers do not do that with Mertz. they like make him fucking make the play himself and then set him back in time by trying to run a fucking play action like three quarters of the time like just let him do a three-step drop throw a fucking slant there's not a guy in college that can cover that fucking play just get your wide receivers to run that fucking slant but they don't do it i don't yeah, and honestly, like looking at the Badgers wide receivers, like David Davis is pretty good, Pryor's pretty good, Ferguson's a good tight end. So I mean Ferguson will probably be in the top three tight ends taken when he when he, like when his draft comes around. Like yeah, he's big, he can move, like he can catch the ball. I'd be surprised if he wasn't. But yeah, but just surprised every time. Point, like, 
Yeah, it's not like we don't have the guys that we can do that with. Like, like two pretty good receivers and a really good tight end. Um, well, and so like, just run like a like a bubble screen where you like bring your wide receiver back in behind the line a little bit. Like our line is generally good. I mean, so they haven't been perfect this year, but generally they're way better than the defensive line that they're playing against. But yeah, it's the most classic Wisconsin season ever. It starts out the season, you go one and three or something like that. And then like, so I was like, okay, at least I don't have to like get my hopes up at all <laughs> for this season. Right. And then the way shit broke down, we could have been playing in the Big Ten Championship. And sure as shit. Like and avenging a loss, right? So avenging yeah, yeah, one of the and, losses. That and playing a team that you've already played before. So yep. someone you know going into, like, that that was huge too because I was like, damn, like, if, if we win this game, we go against Michigan, which did whoop our ass, but whatever. That I, Michigan I game got that. away late though. Like, so it was a close game into the middle of the third quarter, and then all of a sudden there's, like, a punt return and, a, like, a long pass and, like, all of yeah, a sudden it's 31 to 7. I was watching it, though, and it, it wasn't really like that. Like, Michigan handled Ohio State. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I don't yeah, know. They like, did. Like no, some, I'm saying the Wisconsin game. Oh, so, that Wisconsin game, that game yeah, was close. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden it was gone. And it was like, well, what, what just happened? You know? I got you. Yep. And I feel like it was same thing happened against Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yeah, fairly similar game to that. But we'll wrap up this Wisconsin game. Um, no, so everybody, like everybody, I see is like really disappointed in Chris. And like, so like overall, the Wisconsin season was what I expect every Wisconsin season to be. Honestly, like I want them to be like the team that's eleven and one or twelve and one, and like competing for a national championship, but they've never been there. The best team they ever had was the team with Russell Wilson and they had three losses that year. Right. So they lost to Michigan state. They lost to Ohio state and they lost to um, TCU. Yeah. We're remembering it right though. Like the, the Ohio state loss was on the last play of the game or the Michigan state loss was on the last play of the game. And then they ended up beating Michigan state in the uh, Big Ten Championship to go play TCU. I didn't think we had a Big Ten Championship at the time. Could have. No, we did. Yeah. My buddies were there. Uh, okay. Because I think it was Cousins. Cousins versus yeah. Russell yeah. Wilson in the, in the Big Ten Championship. And then go to face Andy Dalton. This is just good quarterback play. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then Ohio State probably had some guy that was considered better than all three of them. <laughs> But, like, even on the teams that we have, like, the best years, like, not the best years, but, like, the teams we would consider to have the best talent, they weren't that good. They've never been that good. They never put together a full season. Yeah, they're not Alabama ever. But, yeah, I think that Russell – But we got to expect, like – so if we say that you can never have, a like, a four-loss season, we're going to be way more disappointed. Like, we have a four-loss season once every five years. Almost for sure. And this year, so I think like a big piece of the reason that we had uh, two of the first three losses was because we played them in the first four games. If you play them at the end of this season, you you probably beat Penn State and you probably beat Notre Dame. Those two two teams were both beatable. 
in the in that game. I don't know that Michigan was. I'm not sure, right? So Michigan felt more like they crushed us, but those other two teams didn't feel like. I know the Notre Dame score was big too, but it didn't feel like that. Yeah, no, that Notre Dame game definitely got away late. Like I, I feel like Graham Mertz threw like two pick sixes in the last five. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, but I think this was a pretty typical Wisconsin batter year. This is this is what we are like. Yeah, but Paul Chris just ended up looking real dumb. Like, I don't know if you saw the end of the game where, like, it was fourth and one, and it was just clearly you had to go for it. You were down 10, sends the punt unit onto the field, gets a false start, and then wises up, so then it's fourth and six, and then he decides to go for it when it's fourth and six. That's some incompetence that it was just on full display in that moment. But I mean, I think the way we run, like you said, we played some big games early. Maybe if we played them later, it could have been better. Cause yeah, I don't feel like we were using Braylon Allen like he was. Well, so he wasn't, he was not a, he definitely wasn't the number one back because that was Malusi, right? So like that was for sure Malusi at the beginning of the year. And I don't like, he just, he's not the same type of runner that Allen is. Or even like a John Taylor, like he was really shifty, he could find the holes, but like when he ran into contact, he went down every time. That's the stuff I saw. I mean, I could well, be wrong. One thing I saw with Allen that kind of surprises me, and I like because we were saying last last episode, like I wonder what he did in high school. So I went back and looked at some of his high school videos. Like he doesn't even run people over like you would think he would. Um, yeah, is as often as you would think. Like. I, there was one play where he caught caught a pass, they, like out in the flat, and it was just him and a cornerback. And like he, he just tried to juke him out, and I think got tripped up. Like when it just looked like you just like, dude, you you could just run his ass over. Yeah, he's it's probably oh, like me no. sitting out there, and he's like, I gotta like try to juke this guy. No, you don't. Just fucking hit him. I, but I mean, that's how he played in high school. Like, yeah, he broke like every arm tackle he ever faced, but like he wasn't like seeking contact which i guess you know so i don't know that you need to seek contact right so you want to like run elusively but when you make contact you don't want to fall over and so like i know at least in the first couple of games when i would watch malusi that's what he would do he would meet contact and his legs had stopped driving and he'd basically go to the ground and so like it was he i think he has great vision like malusi's vision is awesome he just doesn't have that, like, like what AJ Dillon has, where he just drives through everything, you know. Yeah, he just keeps the legs going. I'm, I'm on green was probably the best back I ever seen do that. <laughs> just if you could hold on to the ball. No, I love him on green. Yeah, he was, a, he was, he might be the best running back. That He's the best running back, like, of our since, like, since like the Super Bowl teams. I mean, maybe even Bennett and Dorsey Levins aren't as good as him. I don't, I, mean, I would say that they're not. But I was I was pretty. I, young. I don't think they were. But yeah, he was. He's the best. I mean, yeah, he's probably the best running back we've had. Yeah, I think so. And I, a I consistent he, running back too. So like he was there for like six, seven years, right? Yeah, and then he came back like after like a two year hiatus. But I mean, he wasn't the same guy when he came back. He was just like a third down back or something, right? But yeah, pretty disappointed. Disappointing Badger game there. Definitely thought we were going to at least get to go to the Big Ten Championship and then 
then get disappointed there. But <laughs> I, I guess, I guess so. We'll take it. Uh, so, yeah. Well, so I think like when we play Minnesota, like we never think we're going to lose. Right. Like, so what's it been like 15 years since they've beaten us two times in a row? Wait, Minnesota. Yeah. I think we won like 13 straight and then we lost one. Then we won last year and then we lost again. Yeah. Um, I, I would definitely have to fact check that, but sorry, I had some technical going on there. So I was no, you're all good. Uh, so I think it like we had like a boatload of them in a row, right? So we had beaten them forever just in the last few years. Like they're a team that has actually been a lot better and been able to beat us. Yeah. A couple occasions. So yeah, and we even even when they that's had, tough for me to deal with. Yeah, even when we had good or when they had good teams, like they had Lawrence Maroney and Marion Barber in that same year, and we ended up pulling it off on some crazy blocked punt, ran back for a touchdown in like the last. So minute. that yeah, that's a year that like we had like the craziest good luck. So that we did that, and then I think that um, they had a pick six in Purdue that put them in the. Uh, like that won a game. Yeah, like, it wasn't even a pick six because I think it was, I think it might have been Breeze at the time. No, 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 it was. I think it was the guy who played for um, Chicago. I can't think of what his name is now. Shit. Yeah, I should remember that. But yeah, it was like a huge hit and then then a fumble and then fumble ran back for a touchdown. Yeah, that was a sweet year. I think that was. Yeah, yeah so like they won that game at the end of, the, end of it and then I think they won the. Minnesota game at right at the end of the game that year. Those were both nuts. But yeah, this year not the case. We'll we'll see. So Graham Mertz is going to take a huge step up. We're going to have the, that offense that we want, and Braylon Allen, and fucking three new offensive uh, linemen that are going to just dominate. So Graham Mertz is going to come out in the Champ Sports Bowl and just go twenty for twenty for three hundred fifty nope. yards and four touchdowns. Nope. So he's gonna he's gonna piss away whatever fucking. Northwest East South Bowl we get, and then uh, next year he's just going to be driven, fucking dominate. No, this is this leave is, early for the fucking pros too. This is the Wisconsin recipe right here. This so the quarterback goes into the bowl game, and everyone and then he transfers out, does well, great. Transfers. That was that was calm, but uh, but and no, that, has a has a great bowl game, and then everybody's like, okay, this is how it's going to be next year, and then it's just the same old shit again. Yeah, but like I think that to some extent you have the same old shit because you have the same old players, right? So like you have the same dudes all the time. Well, we are gonna move on for the Badger game. Um, like I said, disappointing. Now moving on to more of the positive note, the Packer game, where the Packers whooped the shit out of the Rams 36 to 28. Score seemed a lot closer than I felt like the game was going through, but a muffed punt by Cobb, I think, helped keep them close, even though they only got a field goal out of that. Defense stepped up when Cobb Cobb fumbled that one. What you got, Mike? What did you see out there? Well, so, I I mean, I felt like the game was pretty much in hand the whole time, but it wasn't. I mean, they definitely had their opportunity opportunities to beat the Packers but the Rams were there the whole time yeah but it felt like the Packers all played the whole game yeah and the defense played great the I think it was two huge plays so 
huge bomb to Jefferson, 79 yeah. touchdown, and then the bomb to Odell Beckham. But I think if you take that out of the game, which whatever, you can't say that. Like you could say that about any play. But yeah, but yeah if you do take two plays out of the game, I, I want to say that accounted for like half the yardage that the Rams got during the game. Yeah. Late in that game, I felt like like this is Stafford. This is the way Stafford has played against the Packers since the beginning of his career. Like, this is it. This is what he has done with, a, like, like, with the Lions. They were in a lot of those games, right? They were close to the Packers quite a bit. They rarely pulled one out, pulled one out. But, like, they were there a lot. And, like, that's the way that same, that game felt is that it was similar to what he's always done. Yeah. I, has he ever even won at Lambeau? I feel like he never has. Yeah, I think because it was wasn't it like a sixteen game winning streak at Lambeau, and then like they broke it in the last few years. I mean, if they did, I mean, so the only times I could see them doing it is like the years Rodgers missed a couple games. Yeah, or we were like terrible, or the year McCarthy got fired, or yeah. There's a couple times that we had a couple rough years with Rodgers there. So I don't like I don't get the Stafford thing because I understand that he's like super talented i get he can throw the ball all over the place he's got cooper cup he's got odell jefferson's good henderson is good like i'm missing why he like isn't better like i get that they're blowing him up in the media but he isn't like crazy good yeah i i don't get the whole thing either i mean he's cool he's tough like i want he's fucking tough as hell yeah and i want yeah, like trash anything of it. So like, I think he's just like a cool dude, good arm talent, played on a shitty team for a long time, was kind of the best player on a shitty team for a long time, and and now he's on the Rams. And I mean, the Rams, they're good, a really good team. But yeah, I think I think he is. Like I said, we're gonna do a show on this. Is like one of the worst quarterbacks to have on your team because he's. Good enough to like never be cut, but like he needs a hell of a team around him to win a Super Bowl. And I think he falls into that category. Maybe not so much as like some of the other people. When I make those examples, I don't know, it comes up a lot when I'm talking, but like Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer, like I don't think he's quite down there, but like I, th- I think he needs a hell of a team to win a Super Bowl. I think he has a very talented team, but I think one of the things with the Rams though is they have very like well-known people, which I don't think always correlates to having a good team. Like, so you're like, oh, they got Von Miller. Oh, they got Donald. Oh, they got Cup, Beckham, whatever. But like, it, it doesn't correlate to a great team. Like, they got well, huge so to be, names. To be fair, Tony Romo was like a huge name in in NFL football for forever never want a playoff game right because the way the media covers certain teams is different and that's going to happen with your la teams your new york teams the cowboys for sure possibly even the packers right but so i've never seen that because the packers have been a plus team for what 30 years since 92 i mean since since, since i've been alive or since i've been i mean so so the my first memory of any packer thing at all is my parents freaking out because Don Mikowski gets hurt. So I'm not watching the game. I remember my parents like 
like losing their mind because they didn't know what was going to happen because Mikowski got hurt, right? Mike like, was sitting in the back playing with a Ninja Turtle. Kicking my sister. <laughs> uh, but, like, that's probably exactly what I was doing is I was out in the other room, like, not watching football, hearing, like, my dad, like, I he doesn't cuss too much, but, like, now what are they going to do? You know, he, this guy's hurt. And then Favre comes in and, like, the yeah, rest I, of this. Yeah, I think, like, he came back in and, like, led him to a comeback against the Cincinnati Bengals or something. Yeah, yeah, his first game was a comeback coin, like, just like that, right? So. Legend. What a beast. Yeah, so since, like, 92, the Packers get covered in, a like, a big way because they're a really good team from 92 until at least 2021. You know, and then, like, even next year they'll get covered big because – whether Rodgers is there, if Rodgers is there, they're going to be a good team. And if Rodgers isn't there, they're going to be like showing the dumpster fire that they are. Right. Yeah. Hopefully so not. Not that they have to be a dumpster fire, but they're going to like, Oh my God, you know, he's not there. Like this is a huge deal. Like it'll be covered pretty substantially because, and there's teams like that that get covered all the time. And then there's teams like, I don't know, the Browns or something that they'll never get covered. Because, or the Jaguars, like you could be super good and nobody probably cares. Oh yeah, dude. I I live in like, I would think it should be like Jaguars territory or Saints territory. Like Florida's just weird. Like maybe if you go down towards Miami, you got teams that are like very, I don't know, like the fan base is like very on one team. But I guess you got three teams in florida so yeah. i mean that, that splits up the state and then in the area i'm in i can't even tell you what like the majority fan base is and like the majority fan base is probably like 21 percent. florida state <laughs> i mean florida state gators i see miami i mean i'm in west florida so like we're basically south alabama so you see a lot of alabama you see a lot of it's not as clear cut. No, no, it's not Wisconsin. Like maybe you got your few straggling bears. A couple of idiots who want to be Vikings fans or Bears fans, but the contrarians that decided, oh, I'm gonna be a uh a Patriots fan because that's who the Packers played this year in the Super Bowl when I was nine, you know, or whatever it was. Yeah, I hated the Broncos fans that came after the Packers lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Those people suck. <laughs> but yeah getting back to the Packer game I don't know I thought they looked good all game long like I said a couple big plays by the Rams if they can cut down on that what the hell was his name just having a hell of a, hell of a game pick six, pick six Douglas Douglas yeah yeah he looked good if I had to give out my player of the game I go Russell Douglas well yeah you get a pick six that's a, it's a pretty big deal yeah, and he just looked he good. He dropped one too, right? He dropped yeah. one like right after, not a pick six, but a, another pick. Yeah, he had room to roll. I don't know if he would have made it back to the house, but. Like, yeah, you got to you gotta carry that shit. So that's the difference between being like an elite level corner, like a Woodson, and just being a guy. Or a, like a Richard Sherman, and just being like, and that's the difference between like really good fucking defenses. Yeah, and I think. I think 
I think if you were like a super smart uh, person picking the player of the game, like Kenny Clark ripped it up. Like I, I'm not one yeah. to usually notice like D tackle play, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he showed up on the stat sheet as well, though. Like you got a sack tackle for loss, right? Quite some tackles in there. And, I mean, so Gary got one right away at the beginning of the game. So he, yeah. he's going to pop that fumble out. Yeah. Big started out strong on defense, strip sack, Packers recover, capitalize on it. And yeah, I don't know. After this game, I'm very happy with how the Packers look. Because like I said last week, this this was the scariest game going throughout the schedule. I am going to the Vikings again. Yeah. So that that one, I think I'll I will respect. Um, but yeah, on out. Let me pull this up real quick. But so hopefully by the time we play the Vikings again, you have uh Bakhtiari back. You yeah. have Alexander back, and Alexander could just shadow uh Jefferson. Like oh, and like that limits what he can do. I mean, so not that Alexander can't get beat, because I think that Jefferson is going to produce like he's gonna be like what Randy Moss was. He's gonna be the guy that's so good that he creates a bunch of like Minnesota fans that live in Wisconsin, they'll just be disappointed their whole lives now. So <laughs> like I know so many people that are like Viking fans because Randy Moss went to the Vikings. And he was so, so good. And then now they just have no, like, happiness in, the, in their whole life. Yeah, he was, like, trend-setting, though. Like, I liked Randy Moss. Like, I didn't like any Vikings, but I liked Randy yeah. Moss. Like, I hated Chris Carter. And then I think, like, once Randy – like, Randy Moss, the rookie Randy Moss, I was like, okay, this is so cool. Like, they're just yeah. – like, his highlight tape is up there with probably, like, the best – Best to watch wide receiver highlight. If if he would have just played like another like eight percent of the plays, think of what his stats would be. So there's probably like a good like twenty five or thirty percent of plays that he just took off. Like his whole fucking. But maybe that's what he was doing was saving energy. And then no, I'm talking about his whole four years in Oakland was like an off play, right? He just kind of was there. But yeah, Oakland is like where receivers went to die, but. That, that was always one of my arguments for, like, why Brett Favre was the best uh, when he retired was when Javon Walker – like, when Javon Walker was a Green Bay Packer, Javon Walker was a monster. And then he goes to Oakland and you just – Yeah, like, in, in, his, in his prime, right? So, like, he didn't leave when you would think, like, oh, this guy's going to be – you know, he's washed up. He didn't leave when Jordy Nelson left. He didn't leave when Randall Cobb left, right? He yeah. left. When fucking he was in his prime, I think it was like his second contract. Yeah, it, it was it was a weird deal. Um, the same thing with Jennings, right? So when Jennings left, everybody was like, "Oh, you know, it's going to be he's going to be still good," and he was not good for the Vikings. He had a couple of years where like he might have been okay, but he was not like special. Yeah, I he was special. I, I remember like. Yeah, him having good seasons. But, yeah, I, I bet you if you compare them, like, side by side, like, you would see a huge drop off. But, yeah, so we got the Rams, big win there, going to a bye week, then Bears at Ravens. So I guess I guess there's a couple games on the schedule where you'd be like, oh, okay, maybe. But then Browns at home, Vikings at home. I think that's big with the Vikings game as well. 
we'll have our guys back and it will be in Lambo. Yeah. And it's going to be like seven degrees, right? So it's going to be the first week of January. It's going to yeah. be more than likely it'll be cold. Cold as shit. And then finish the season off. We get to warm up a little bit, go to the dome in Detroit, just kick the shit out of them. Walk, <laughs> walk into the one seat, take, take, take a week off and yeah, kiss of death here. But like, That'll be the only win they get the whole year is fucking the Packers in week 17, 18. That would suck. And that's how it would be like, too, is the Packers will still need it. I mean, that's what that one, the one seed or the one bye week in the playoffs has made like a lot more interesting is that last week of the season. Because I don't don't think, I think it's going to be a rare occasion when a team has the one seed wrapped up where they can sit guys in week 17. Did the Packers have it wrapped last year? They might have. I can't remember for sure because who was the two seed? Was it the Bucs? No, Bucs were like the seven. They were like the – no, they yeah, they were like the last ones in. Um, of course they were. Pricks. Saints or Seahawks were the number two. Yeah, then you could be right. They, they might have that one right. It must have been the Saints because we, we didn't play the Saints, right? No, I think it was Rams. We got, we got nobody. Then the Rams, and then Tampa Bay. People like hyped up that Rams game, and like that Rams game in the playoffs didn't yeah. feel like the game either, right? Like I felt like that thing was locked up from like basically the whole game. I could have got disappointed pretty easily there, but yeah. And then uh, the Bucks game that came after. I did drink my my sorrows away after that one because I thought the Packers were going to the Super Bowl for sure. Like, I was so sure of it. I think if Bakhtiari's healthy, you do. Like, I think that's really the big difference. And I think that's the reason that they, like, stomped on the Chiefs, too, is because both their tackles were gone. Like, when you got pass rushers like that, where you got, like, three or four of them, you got to have everybody. You got to. And, like, the Packers still should have won that game. They should have had five picks in that game. I mean, I get that, like, you can't always have a guy that gets turned around. But, like, there was one late that went right through a guy's hands. Like, just bounced off his chest. And it's like, yeah, it was pretty blatant. I, I was pretty drunk while watching that game. And then that was one of the games I didn't want to go back and watch. So, but, yeah, I remember some big – or, like, that. That was, like, we should have picked it off. And then then yeah. yeah, the Bucks roll on. Tom Brady. Lucky little bastard gets gets by the Packers in that one. Well, I mean, and Brady doesn't have games like that that often where he's, like, just chucking the ball up and, like, the opportunities are there. And we got that game, and then our defense doesn't capitalize. That's pretty hard to deal with, I think. Yeah. So going back to this Packer game, I think we got pretty much everything covered. So we do not. So the choking thing. So that's a play that I missed. I'm, I don't know what I was doing, but like. Yeah, when we got called for holding, Donald was choking him. Yeah. So I heard, I just saw on like Twitter that they're talking about him getting choked, right? Yeah, it was weird. Um, I, I guess I didn't catch it like too clearly because I thought it was weird because the ref saw it and like the ref was like clearly like, hey, dude, stop, stop choking him. Like it looked like. And didn't do nothing about it. And then the Packers got called for holding on that play. So, like, (laughs) it it just didn't. Like, just throw a flag and then I I don't know 
with a personal following holding, what what does that do? Does that offset? I think it cancels generally. So the personal follow could, I guess, trump um, it. Yeah, right. Because that's a different type of penalty. Yeah. So maybe they could both be enacted. I'm not sure. Yeah, because like, it was like right in the ref's face too. So I always think that that's funny. Where if Aaron Donald would have pushed him to the ground and then like pointed at him and like talked to him, then he would have for sure got a penalty. But like actually being physically violent to a person like after the play, they don't give a shit about. Like there's guys pushing people. That's not talking, but yeah. fucking saying something or like looking goofy at him. Like that's taunting. I can't handle that shit. Yeah, no, I think the taunting. Yeah, it's just getting shit on too much. I think it's kind of like when they were like, oh, you can review pass interference. Like, I think that's going to be one of the yeah. things you go back and you're going to get get rid of that. One of the penalties, though, that they were talking about early in the game is the underthrown deep ball where the receiver comes yeah. back on the cornerback. I, I don't know how you fix it. I, that actually happened in the Badger game, too. Yeah, a couple um, times, I think. But, yeah. Because I mean that's that's such a nice bailout. Like if you can figure out how to take advantage of that rule, you're like, hey, if it, if it's close, just like throw it ten yards short, and I'll come back for it, and yeah. we're gonna get first down just because there's. So yeah, I mean, once there's gonna be someone out there. Bill Belichick's already thinking about it. He's like, how how are we gonna use this? But he's waiting for the playoffs. He knows he has a playoff team. He's like, this is gonna be big. Yeah, they make me look like fools every fucking week. And I mean, this is Wisconsin minute, but you tagging me in the in the thing like it was my opinion too. You asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was like, how how am I going to clear my name in this one? But I I was I did pick the Titans too. I was like, I I don't want to fall in love with what I saw last weekend. That burned me a lot. Got anything? else you want to add so we got the choking big plays by the rams felt like the packers had this one in hand the whole time i guess like it is a little disappointing when the packers take that 36 to 17 lead and then it seems like the next play wait so wow. like i did that wrong you, yeah but you give up big plays that's the shit that happened even when we were up 10 nothing i felt like oh this game's over they had just went for it on fourth down and then like the next time they get the ball, boom, just like that. One play, Jefferson takes it fucking 70 yards or something stupid. Yeah, and I'm curious if uh, once Alexander's back, that that will fix some of that. When is he supposed to be back? I don't even know. We don't know because so that injury screws you up like long-term. So like you got to wait for it to fully heal. What is it again? So something with his shoulder and like, I want to say that it's something similar that happened to King. And then King was way less aggressive, like making tackles. And oh, maybe yeah. I'm like crazy about that. Like maybe that doesn't make sense, but. All right. And a quick Google search from October 19th, cornerback Jari Alexander progressing nicely in recovery. The Green Bay Packers still can't rule out the possibility of surgery, but the team is so far pleased with the progress made by the all-pro cornerback Jari Alexander in his recovery. Yeah, so that's over a month ago, right? So he's like, they're happy with what he's, like what he's done a month ago and still hasn't seen the field. So he was doing like um, like routes or something like that. Yeah, last, I, think, 
I seen something came out like where he was on the practice field and people were. Yeah. I mean, so, I yeah. guess the good thing is, is that it's not his legs or whatever, but you know, if it fucks with his tackling, like he's a pretty good tackler too. And then if he's afraid yeah. of getting dinged up again, be in your mind. Right. I think that is going to wrap up the Wisconsin minute for this week. Jerry Alexander's back. The big plays are gone. The Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. All the suckers who doubt the Packers are going to be eating my shorts. Have that. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. Eat my shorts.